welcome to the Turn Yourself On daily podcast, which means turn on, activate and fire up the power and potential within you every single day. This week is a special episode. It's all about Christmas, but what Christmas really means. If you're anything like me, you clearly know that Christmas comes around each year, But have you ever just wanted to know more about it? Why do we celebrate it? Why? What is the message behind it? Is there more we can take from it? Is there more we can learn? Can we apply it to our lives? Absolutely. When I first learned about Christmas in a different way, for me, it started to make sense when I learned about the metaphysical meaning of Christmas. Meta meaning beyond, physics meaning the physical, so beyond the physical event, the deeper meaning behind it. And for me, it was a real eye-opener and I hope that you get the same feeling today and you can actually apply what you learn tonight to your life and create a completely different 2022. So, what is the metaphysical phys- I can't even say the word. What is the metaphysical meaning of Christmas and why does it matter to your life? Why don't we know this? Why isn't this talked about more, communicated more? Well, it is now because I'm going to release this every single year and talk about it so we have more awareness. Because there is gold within this message. More power than any religious service I have been to has taught me about it. No disrespect to the church, but when you go back and you listen to the hymns and some of what they talk about in the church, when you know it from this angle, oh my word, it's like it's like being living in a different world. It's amazing. If this version were taught to children, we would have a completely different generation creating a completely different world. So let's spread the message because it's important to learn that it's not just about an event that happened however many thousands of years ago that doesn't really have any meaning, that is just all about the presence and the trees and the lights and family and food, which is all great. I'm not saying that that's not a good meaning of why we celebrate it, you know, and why families get together, especially after lockdowns. But if you're anything like me, you still want to know what, why do we celebrate it? And when you've got young children and they ask why, 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 why a hundred times a day, I feel like it's nice to give a different explanation. What this message is about to tell you is how the whole Christmas message is about how we can become our best reach our potential and create a great life. No grasping, no forcing, no stressing, no straining, believing. Honestly, I hope this blows your mind as much as it did mine. So let's get into it. So the whole birth of Christ, what does it really mean? The word Christ can even turn you off, can't it? What is the connection to Christmas? The words salvation, saviour, Christ, Jesus, the immaculate conception, God, Mary and Joseph. Those words can actually completely turn many people off. What is Christmas? 
apart from presents, decorations, Santa, holidays and turkey? Or nut roast, if you don't eat meat? We seem to have the same issue, actually, with the resurrection at Easter, in that we don't really know the meaning. But like all the messages we've heard and been taught, there is a deeper meaning if we choose to learn it and look for it. So let's get straight into it. There's a few key words here coming up and we'll break them down one by one. Mary was asked by an angel in the middle of the night to go up onto the roof. So there we've got some key words already. Angel in the middle of the night and roof. She was told that a miracle was going to happen, that she was going to give birth to Christ, the saviour of the world. Now, you've got your own image of what that means to you. What relevance does this have 2,000 years later in terms of our lives, our careers, our children, our relationships, our happiness and our success? The words the words that I've, I've picked out, so angel, night, roof, miracle, give birth, Christ and saviour, they are some key words, they are some big words that we're going to go into into more detail because the meaning behind them is so, so powerful. First of all, angels. Angels are thoughts of God. So if God is love, then angels are thoughts of love. It's those thoughts we've all had we've all heard them within our own minds that encourage us to be better stronger kinder more compassionate less fearful more giving more purposeful more determined braver bolder stronger the middle of the night represents darkness so a mental state we've all experienced that lowness that fear that depression that anxiety it's the kingdom of hell. That's what they called it then. We now call it depression and anxiety. They called it the kingdom of hell because a kingdom is a mindset. So it's the mindset of lowness, depression, anxiety. It's when we're thinking without love and we're in fear and darkness sets in because we've forgotten who we are and what we're capable of. Mary was asked to go up onto the roof, which means that she was asked to lift her thoughts to a higher level. That's it. It's not that it's not some randomness. She was asked to think higher, to take a different higher consciousness above the craziness, the fear, the anxiety and the depression that's in the world. The craziness is the fear, the striving, the stressing, the comparison, the grasping. Prayer hands, actually putting your hands together in prayer and church spirals that point upwards, they are all symbols of this encouragement to go higher in our thinking. The miracle the angel promised Mary is something we've all heard. It's a nudge, a sense we've all received telling you, you'll have heard it as well, that more is possible for you. Everybody, you must have had times, even if it's just a moment, even if it's just a small aha breakthrough moment, where you just get a sense that there is something more possible for you. Maybe 
more after leaving a relationship or more in a relationship. Maybe it's more purpose, more passion, more health, more joy. The immaculate conception seems like a really esoteric, fabricated story, which to me just never made sense. But the story is actually about all of us, where we allow a miracle to occur within ourselves. And a miracle is a shift in perception from fear to love. That is where miracles start. Mary was told that she was going to give birth to Christ. Okay, that Christ word again. Giving birth isn't just a physical process performed by women. It's a mental process both men and women can undertake where you choose to give birth to give birth to the best that is within you. That's what it is. Birthing can be a, a different process than just giving birth to a baby. The immaculate conception means that Mary was impregnated with new life, a new idea, a new concept. Our minds are impregnated with a higher consciousness. It could be a feeling, we could get, we could hear guidance. It could be a thought, a desire, a dream. It's like a new book, a new business, a new thought process, a new life, a new place to live. It's any idea that we can conceive of. These ideas that start within us, like a baby does, grows within us and lives within us before it's actually seen in the world. That's where faith comes in. Mary was told that she was going to produce something great, an idea and a notion that I'm sure you have felt at some point in your life too. God is always telling us that we have a destiny of greatness. But often we either don't believe it, we don't listen, we're not tuned in, and we're just 180 degrees away from love at times with everything that's going on in the world. We also don't believe it because we think we're being arrogant to believe that love, that God, that that power wants to be made manifest, to be born through us. Who, who do I think I am, you know, for that to happen? Oh no, that's not me. That must be for somebody else, if that's even possible at all. This is if we even believe in God in the first place. But when you think of God as love, I am 100% sure that everybody listening to this message has felt love at some point in their life. Love is that feeling, that bond, that vibe, that energy. When you hold a new baby, when you're a new mum for the first time, when you're in love with your family, your partner, pets, when you're in love with a process or your business or your book. But this is where we think we're here with a less important function. We almost think that we're here to just survive. The world, the thinking of the world is 180 degrees away from the thinking of God. I have literally just come off from listening to a Boris update, which is full of fear, to think the opposite and to think that God is still there and that power of love is still there we almost need a completely different channel 
to communicate this message to people consistently. The thinking of the world encourages us that we're small, limited and anything but love. So we compare ourselves and from the moment we are born, we almost just don't feel good enough. It's almost like we think we're anything but love and we avoid that pain, that pain that we then can slip into, which can turn into self-hatred because we know that's not how we're meant to feel, but we don't know how to feel any other way. We avoid our pain of being disconnected from love, from God, by fixing our attention on other people and the shortcomings of other people. What they're doing wrong, what they're not getting right, how they never show up right, judging other people and other things. That is how we stop looking at ourselves. So here is the C word, Christ. Now, if you're anything like me, again, I keep saying that, but I just did not know what the word Christ meant. I just thought, I just couldn't get my head around it for years. Christ isn't outside of us. Christ is the potential within all of us. It exists in everybody. It exists in me, in you, in everybody, even in the, even in the people that you're not quite sure you like. And it's activated in us, it's turned on within us when we're in a loving state of mind, the kingdom of love. But we choose to ignore it and have many, many reasons and excuses why in any moment we're anything but loving. If only you knew what they did, if only they would change. The Christ is the awareness of our oneness where we're being good to ourselves, we're being good to others, because we know on the level of spirit that we are all one. What I do to myself, I do to others. What I do to others, I do to myself. We don't always see it because it doesn't boomerang from the same person. But like like all, we've all heard the messages, what you put out there, you get back, karma keeps receipts, all those kind of things. We are all one. This new self, which emerges if we're open to it within us, is Christ, where we choose to dwell within the kingdom of heaven. So the kingdom, again, a kingdom is a mindset. You can have the kingdom of hell, which is depression, anxiety, fear, or the kingdom, the mindset of heaven, which is love, joy, happiness, peace, which means we're downloading love and we're giving it to ourselves and others because we're recognizing it within ourselves and then we'll recognize it within others. We can't see in other people what we can't see within ourselves. The ego within us doesn't understand this and thinks we are mad. It does everything it can to make us believe that if we're loving, we will get walked over. The ego sees love as weak. But that's because it knows that if we dwelled only in love, we'd be happy. Now, here is a caveat because I always get a yeah, but at this point. When I say because it knows if we only dwelled in love, people say, yeah, but what if I'm being abused or what if they need to get away from somebody, then get away. Love doesn't, love can say no in a really kind way. No, thank you, I don't want to go to that party. 
no, thank you so much for the invite, but that's not for me. Thank you so much, but no, I'm not going to attend that. It can also be to somebody that you need to leave, you know, leave a relationship with. I remember looking at somebody, I can see him now at the door and it was not a great relationship. And I finally mustered, I gathered up a tiny mustard seed of strength within me, like 1%, I just about gathered it together to have the guts to leave him. And I remember, I can see it now in my mind, he was stood at the door and I was like, I'm off. Now that is a loving thing to do. Why? A loving thing for me because it wasn't a healthy relationship and it's a loving thing for him too because it's not letting him continue with that behavior. Now I can't control whether he goes on to do that again, but I am making a stand for myself that that is not how I want to be treated. So let me say that again. The ego sees love as a weakness because it knows if we only dwelled in love for ourselves and other people, then we would be happy. The saviour of the world isn't just one man with more power and influence than us. It's not a child born of a body. The saviour of the world is an aspect of consciousness, a power. It's us. It's you. It's me. It's everybody if we say yes to becoming the person we were created to be, if you say yes to rising to the occasion. Thought is the level of cause and experience in our life is the effect. This law was created for our protection. So if we acted and lived with thoughts of love, our life would work. The effect, the experience cannot change until we change. The cause is us, even though we wish it was everybody else. And in the midst of our craziness, when all we can see is how someone or something is really annoying us, and you know what word I really want to say right now, we're being told that there is salvation, a deliverance from the pain because when somebody is really annoying us, who is in pain? It's not them, it's us. There's an easier, a better way. We're helped back to see the good in someone, knowing that if we knew their deepest pain, if we knew what they had been through, we would only love them in return instead of judging or attacking them back. Again, it doesn't mean to say you stay somewhere healthy, Love can say no. The second coming means we only perceive the love in each other. Where we think, you might have acted like a real idiot, but I know deep down that's not the real you. Do I still want you to be in my life? No, it's not right for us to be together anymore. But I'm not going to dwell in that mindset of judging you and attacking you because that is only hurting me. Because again... We cannot see in others what we cannot see in ourselves. Jesus, the Holy Spirit, or whatever name you feel comfortable calling it, is our source of help. Because if we could have healed our minds and our hearts on our own, we would have done it by now. You've read all the books, you've done the courses, you've listened to so many podcasts. There is something missing. 
and it's I'm you know by now my work is all about going deeper yes mindset is good affirmations are good thinking better is good but we have to really go deep with this instead of working on our issues and figuring out why we behave the way we do spending money going over and over analyzing the darkness we have been given help this help may look in the 21st century i.e now in a different way to jesus but it may look like a coach a mentor a guide in life these are our angels now that are walking on earth our triggers run so so deep and our reactions to life seem so subconscious and automatic but here in this message you are being told that you do not have to do any of this on your own the savior of the world is the help which changes your mind from lovelessness and from the withhold of compassion forgiveness and mercy on other people the savior is the mind and the heart which is so aligned with love with god the mind which is whole and loving that spirit within you which knows who you are and why you are here. We have to know, we have to look at what are the triggers, but that is the power of coaching in that we do not stay there. And it doesn't feel good to live life from another perspective because something deep inside of us knows the truth. Anything which comes from deep within within us is a saviour and it emerges through us through any of us through you through me through anybody if you say yes to it so are you ready to say yes to life yes to more we all have free will to say yes or no to this highest version of ourselves being reborn We can abort this process at any time if we choose to. Thankfully, Mary was up for it and said yes. And this isn't, again, something that just happened 2,000 years ago and has never happened since. It is the story of all of us. Christmas and Easter are not just two special mystical events which happen each year that we don't know about and they don't have any impact with for us now or any teachings for us now they are an opportunity in any moment for you to give birth to your better higher self to the person you are capable of being easter is the same it's in any moment you can rise up from fear-based thinking of the world and be lifted above it So let's go further with the story. The shepherds saw the star the night Jesus was born. The symbol of a shepherd means how we're being rounded up, gathered together. The star is a glimmer of hope. We've all experienced that glimmer of hope in dark times when there was somebody there that helped us. A friend, a mentor, a coach, a book, a podcast something even a quote that just jumped out at us and helped us joseph is the healthy masculine in us who said we need to get mary out of here providing protection moving her away from danger in the in the material world mary is a feminine energy in us whose heart and soul 
was impregnated by God, the Immaculate Conception, that love that rises within us. The Christ is that within us which emerges from our willingness when we say yes to being reborn. There were no rooms at the inn, means there was no space in our minds that our new self won't always be welcomed by everybody. Have you ever experienced that where you change and people around you don't like it? There were no fancy hotels to go to means that the birth of our higher self isn't always pretty. If you've ever had coaching, there can be some very, there can be times in coaching where you cry a lot or where it feels like 10, step back, 10 steps backwards. They were turned away many times means that it won't always be easy. Every door won't just fling open. Some will slam right shut in your face. It's just like physical birth. It can be hard. It can be painful. The three kings bow down to us when we live from a space of love. The kings bow down to the child within us, the love within us, not to the money, to our career, to our prestige outside of us, but to that power within us. If we all rise to the level of the person we are capable of being, if you do it, if I do it, if everybody does it, this entire world would transform. And you can see it now. How evident is it now? If more people started to rise up, what a difference we could create. Christmas is a really holy time because you can feel the power on that day because millions, billions of people on the planet are considering the possibility that day of more hope that there might be another way. We can stay on the level of metaphor with this story, but if we want meaning in our lives, then we have to look at this from a deeper perspective. We have the power within us to invoke miracles, just like Moses, just like Jesus did. And we can experience this every single day. But if we allow our lives, our relationships, career, everything to be at the effects of the world, then we constrict. Have you ever just felt small and unable to achieve things and weak and low? The ego is the absence of love and the darkness is the absence of light. We don't want to fight the ego, our smaller self. We want to transcend it. We want to go up on that roof. We don't move forward in life by endlessly analysing the darkness and looking back. In this moment, this is why this, this this is why I always say we don't need and darkness is the absence of light. We don't want to fight the ego, our smaller self. We want to transcend it. We want to go up on that roof. We don't move forward in life by endlessly analysing the darkness. We just need to turn on the light. The answer isn't outside of us. The answer is within us. That is why I always say we have to turn ourselves on. We can celebrate the birth of Christ if we choose to go deep with this. And we always have a choice whether we do that or not. Not just once a year, but every day, in every moment, in every interaction. And the morning is a key time to practice 
our attitudes and focus the power of our minds so we are proactively becoming the master of the kingdom we want to be in. We can choose the mindset. We can choose where our heart goes. We can choose how our soul comes alive that day. We can choose what spirit to live within. The morning, that opportunity to pray, to meditate, to blast love, to surrender, actively surrender, not a weakness. This is powerful stuff. There are always going to be opportunities every single day for us to judge, to live in fear, to feel hopeless, not good enough, but there is always another option available. If you have ever thought you were here for something more and you are open to it, then this power can be born in you. You don't have to believe in institutionalised religion. You don't even have to believe in God. What you're being encouraged to believe in is in yourself. You are a child of God, of love. You are freaking awesome. You can do anything. Now that almost seems too scary. Oh my God, but what if I fail? What if I fall? Yeah, but what if you fly with it? We're being encouraged to believe in ourselves, in our potential, to believe in others. Because that is the experience of God, because we'll feel love, we'll feel it, we'll be bringing it to life. And that's the point, because God is love. Christmas is the possibility of infinite possibility. Anything is possible when we believe. There is nothing our holiness cannot do. Christmas can be a holy or unholy time. Holy is where we look deeper. Unholy is where we make it about what we're getting. When we're aligned with infinite love, then all of our crazy places can be made straight. Miracles occur naturally when we express love. But until we get there ourselves, until we can do that ourselves, Jesus, that power, is somebody that can help us like an elder brother would, like a coach today would, like a mentor, a guide. Not everybody is called to Jesus and if you resist his name, that is fine, you can change it. Change it to whatever you want. Some people call it source these days, that's quite popular. Just embrace it and allow it to happen through you. Honestly, I resisted it for years and when I finally embraced it, it was a game changer. These teachings are profound and relevant now. So if you're ever lost in the craziness and you can't see the good in somebody because they're annoying you, then we're asked to be willing to see them differently. And this message, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, that higher consciousness can help us do that. However, we must invite this power to work within us and make it active within us. So we move from the in understanding it intellectually to it actually sinking down into our hearts and us living and breathing it instead of playing it small you will become stronger more courageous powerful the person you were created to be instead of not feeling good enough you will feel a soup like a superhero the birth of christ can happen in any moment when you are willing to start again to be reborn, 
being reborn means that you're not taking the past with you. There is a womb of consciousness in all of us where this this new version of us is reborn. Again, it's inside of us before the world sees it. We've all seen the darkness, we've all felt its consequences and we've all seen a glimmer of light in our own sky. We've all got aspects of all the characters within us, Mary, Joseph and Jesus. We're all pregnant with the possibility of our higher self to be reborn in any moment. The power lies in you. You have to activate it and turn it on constantly. To have, you have the power and the potential to claim it for you and the whole world. This almost sounds too big, doesn't it? It almost sounds too big to take on. It's like, whoa, no, 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 I'm not that powerful. But it's true. This isn't a fantasy. This is real. We can leave. You can leave. Anyone can leave their small self behind in any moment and embody your higher self. So this Christmas, it's not just about presents, where to celebrate it, who to be with, who's not, com- who's not contributed enough. Who's messed you about with plans? Not about any of that. It's about asking God, it's about asking love to be born in you now and shine through you. Asking for love to take the lead in your life. So instead, you can be the star to someone else and help them. How are you going to show up? Which version of you is going to show up? What are you going to do? What are you going to say? What are you going to give? How are you going to bless everybody around that table when you're eating? How are you going to bless all of your colleagues and clients? So the ultimate meaning of this birth of Christ stuff is that we are choosing to be the master of our minds so that we're no longer at the effect of the world. We're choosing to be the master of our hearts so we can live and breathe in a different vibration. You can claim this power for yourself right now and literally create miracles. So have I freaked you out or are you excited by what you are actually capable of? Now, don't worry, it's not... (laughs) This, this almost feels so scary in a way to take on, but doesn't it sound so much more appealing? Like we can take all of what we've just listened to and apply it to our life. So in those moments of doubt, of fear, in comparison, when we're low, when we're down, when we're stressed, when we're striving, when we're forcing, when we're lonely, you don't have to stay there. So I'd like you to think of a situation in your life right now. It might be with a client, a colleague, a friend, a neighbour. It might be an intimate relationship. It might be a relationship with your family, a family member, mum, dad, brother, sister, somebody that's here, somebody that isn't here. And let's really apply what we've just learnt. Let's really... Instead of of focusing on what is going on, because we've all got craziness going on in one form or another, let's go back within us and unlock that power 
that we've just been told is in us. It is in us. Whether we believe it or not, it's within us. It can just be lying dormant. So imagine a situation, a relationship that is icky at the minute, and let's do a visualization on that to transform it. Let's do this. I will see you on the other side of the visualization. So sit in somewhere where you're nice and comfy and it helps to close your eyes and go within. And breathe in through your nose, exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. Exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. Exhale, release and let go. And let's really apply what we've just learned. Let's apply the theory and practice it right now. Because within you, within your mind, within your heart is a power, a force. And if you can imagine lifting your mind and lifting your vibration up onto that roof, taking your thoughts and your feelings higher. So imagine now somebody that triggers you, a situation or a person in your life right now that is causing you pain. And I want you to almost get on the roof, to stand over it, and to almost look down on it. I want you to then look up to the sky and see the brightest, biggest star you can ever imagine. It's glistening, it's glowing, and it's calling your name. It wants you to look at this star. And as you look up to this star, you look up to the universe and you realize that you are part of the universe. That this same power, this force of love that created the universe has also created you. So whatever drama, whatever craziness, whatever fear is going on outside, it doesn't need to be going on inside of you. So let's now choose within ourselves to pick the kingdom of heaven, which means a mindset, a heart space of love. And whoever you are brought to mind, I want you now to blast them with love. See it emanating, radiating from your heart and your mind, covering that other person. See love within yourself. Realize that you are created with this power. You are good enough, you are strong enough, you are capable, you are fearless. Feel this power move through you, feel your energy come alive. Allow yourself, allow this energy to turn on within you. See yourself rising above the drama, the chaos, the craziness. 
See that star guiding you in the sky and also see yourself as being a star too. Breathe in the feeling of power, the feeling of love, the feeling of joy, the feeling of happiness and give yourself permission to feel it, to be it and to live it. Forget about the words, forget about the theory and just stand on that glorious roof looking up to the sky, looking up to that beautiful star See the light radiate down onto you through your mind, through your heart, through your body and extend out from you into the world, transforming you and transforming your life. And from this place, this is where you set goals from. This is where you manifest from. And when you're ready, Bring your attention back to your breath. Breathing in through your nose. Exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. Exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy and your heart expand. Exhale, release and let go. And you might need to come back to this message a few times for it to really sink into your cells and come back to this visualization to remember who you are and why you are here. You have so much power in every relationship, in all your work, in your career, with your goals, with manifesting when you do it from this place. If you want to create a different 2022, if you want to create a different world, you can make a massive impact. So as ever, I would love to hear how you get on. I always love to hear from you. So reach out, Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. It's at Laura Jane Hand or laurajanehand.com. And I will see you again next week. Bye.